Hey everyone. So I just want to, and I, I do these talks because, um, first of all, to understand that um, the healing process has its own schedule and um, has all sorts of twists and turns. And it's not like regular healthcare where you go in and, you know, you take a pill and, you know, something else does something, right? Here you're really, you're, you're full on in the audience in the first row of everything that's going on, right? Um, it's not that you pop a pill and it does something and you don't know, you feel better, but you don't know why and it's affecting some part of your brain, but you're sort of unconscious to it. No, here, you're fully on, you're fully conscious to everything, right? That's the power. And that's also why it takes a while. Um, because it's not separate to you, right? You don't go into anesthesia and someone, you know, fixes your kidney and then you wake up, right? Um, you're giving, you're given sort of firsthand, you know, front row seat admission to your own dissolution, right? Which is in a way pretty insane. It's pretty nuts. And, but also you get a front row seat to your damage. And that's, you know, it's pretty tough to see all of that. Um, but obviously the fact that you can relive it and see it and understand it is pretty miraculous, right? You get a front row seat to it. And one of the, why it's this, I think it's the most amazing, really piece of healthcare is because there is no interference. There is no one saying, listen, I think it's this, but it might be that. Or, you know, I think it might be this, but there's no hesitation. You're going to see full on firsthand every single piece of you. It's not someone telling you, you are reliving it, right? You're given the privilege of actually being full on to it. I remember in a ceremony, it was made very clear to me that you know, it's this teamwork. It's you, the medicine, the shamans, you're all present for your own healing. You all have to make the effort, right? You've got to want it. You've got to be able to go in there. You've got to be able to face the fear. You've got to overcome the fear. You know, it's a lot of your, it's a, it's a lot of your strength building, right? You yourself are directly involved with your own healing, and of course, that's why it's tough, but also that's the thing that strengthens you, right? Popping a pill is great. My headache goes away, right? This is like your whole body structure. This is like the everything of you, every cell in your body. You know, the child that remains frozen that needs to be defrosted, the fear. If you really want all of you back, you have to fight for every piece of you back if there's been trauma, right? And it's tough. Um, there's no doubt about it. It's scary, right? You're going for, for you know, full-on change. You know, it's like your whole body is, like, dissolved and rebuilt in a way. Your whole being. And, you know, the, the most powerful piece of this is that you have to trust. You have to trust the medicine. That's the most difficult. Like, right, there's no person walking up to you in a white coat going, oh, you know, how's your leg feeling, right? There's no giving your power away to anyone. You're giving your power back. You're reconnected to nature. But... The dissolution is is a tough one. It's not, and especially if there's been severe trauma, right? It's going to be tough. But then everything in life is tough, right? Everything in life, if you, you know, want a full-on transformation, it takes work. And also the privilege of, of your given access to this other realm, in which, you know, you've been stuck because of the trauma. So, you know, don't underestimate it. And I I speak about it daily because I myself have been going through it daily, right? Have been going through the subtle changes, the subtle variations, the, the little pieces, the bubbling up of this sort of information, the seeing of everything, right? I think, you know, what happens in these big overwhelms is that we take... 
when we're so used to being stuck that we take refuge in the stuckness, right? Well, this is just how it's going to be. And even though these people aren't here, I'm still going to make this up. And you have this whole strategy for your survival there. And you think you're not alone, but you are. You're absolutely alone. If no one's seeing you and you're making up stories and, you know, and, and again, you don't see this because you're just used to it, right? You know, I was, my whole life was spent compensating for somebody else. It's not my responsibility, right? Take responsibility for yourself, right? So you have to see for you to wake up. You have to see for you to, sh- to change. It's your actual presence. It's your front row seat to yourself. That is the healing property, right? It's the healing element. It's almost, again, you have to re-believe in yourself. Like everything is belief, right? Everything. You can make it right or wrong. You can make it pink or yellow. It's your belief. Right? So if your motivation in trauma is, is run by the trauma, then there's, there's no you there. There's damage, right? There's you doing a life without you, without you being present to it in some, in some blinded place. And yes, that may have become quite normal and regular and, you know, good for me. I can do this. So, you know, you won't, that you, you're doing the work. And by doing the work, you're the one that's regaining your power. And, you know, it's, it's like anything. It's new and it's, it's, uh, you're, you know, deconstructing and then reconstructing. And, you know, I, you, you, if you've been in this state, you don't have the muscle to reconstruct or you think you don't, right? So... If I'm lifting 10 pounds of weight and then I have to lift 120, it's, you know, well, I'm not, you have to get, I have to build up to that, right? In the same way, it's not like you suddenly emerge, right? It's now you have to, whatever effort you were putting into maintaining yourself in that state, you know, with all that information, the energy is used, just used for something else, right? Now my energy is not spent hiding and and, and damning up the truth and refusing it. Now the energy is used for, okay, this is a, there's a new path to, to build here. There's a new life to live. There's a new life to build. I mean, the energy can be used for either thing, right? Energy can be used to refuse truth. Energy can be used to, you know, to do anything, right? Water, steam, ice. It's of different forms. It's the same thing, right? The thing that different... In the original condition, that energy is is being used by somebody else, by something else, for another purpose that's got nothing to do with you, right? So that's why it's a theft of your energy. The energy is the same, right? The energy, whether you use it to, you know, build a building or, I don't know, um, cure animals. It's, It's the same energy. It's just being used for something else, right? <clears throat> you know, energy that you have used to keep yourself refused is energy. So the shift is that you're not going to, you're taking your energy back from that trauma by exposing the trauma, by seeing it, well, then you redirect the energy, right? You take all of that energy that you had in keeping that whole traumatic narrative alive, that continent alive, you take it out and then it's given back to you to then go, you know, build your own life. And a great one at that, right? But at the beginning, it's again, it's rebuilding. It takes time. Your focus is different, right? There is no loss. Because everything is just in constant transformation. Even if you're really old, like myself, and this happens, it doesn't matter. It's just another piece of the transformation. In the same way death is, you know, you're just going to die and become something else. It's like this constant, right? So 
even if you don't do it now, at some point you're going to have to deal with this stuff. It's energy. It's in you. It's right. This life, another life, whatever. So if you're in the belief of these things and if you're, they're attached to you and if you're, you know, you're smothered by them, you know, if my spirit was smothered in a li- last lifetime, it's going to be smothered in this time, right? My, it's, you know, you've been called to take care of this in this lifetime. Or perhaps not. But if you're going into the medicine, you're asking for healing. And that healing is about blocked energies. And you're asking for these blocked energies to be removed so that you can flow, so that you can actually have access to your energy and use it according to what you want to use it for, right? So it's an it's a it's work, but like anything else, you want to go run <clears throat> the marathon and win, you're going to have to you're using your energy to do that, right? For me, my energy's been used for over the last few years to disentangle myself from this very early wipeout. And again, as you get further away from, you know, as you're, as you're healing, the, and, and because you yourself are seeing it, you can see <clears throat> clearly what's going on, right? So for me, it was like, yeah, I was trying to compensate for someone else, right? He should have taken the responsibility of building his life, not put it on a child, right, to fix him or his wife to fix him, right? Or sold his own child to a pimp. Who His own child became the wife of a pimp, of, you know, and bonded with this thing. So, you know, that none of that is acceptable. But if it's in your system, then you have to tear it all out, right? Right? If, if your energy was stolen, um to build a spaceship it's like well I don't want to be a spaceship you know I want to build my own home the spaceship is the energy right you just have to collapse that energy and take it to build your own whatever you're going to build in the end it's a theft of energy right I my contention is having gone through the medicine that we come with energy and script and when you're numbed out in the script by terror you can't move, right? Somebody just steals your energy. If I frighten you enough, you're going to do what I tell you. So that energy that you have is then, you know, instead of, you, well, I, might want, I want my energy to, you know, to transform into steam. No, I, mean, I want, you know, the, the, the one that takes over says, no, I want the energy to be ice. So they just take that energy and use it for their own thing, Right? You're, you're really, <clears throat> when you say, I say you're taking yourself out of here, you're collapsing the thing that you built that has, um, <clears throat> has belief and has structure. You didn't choose that. I didn't choose that. It was stolen from me. I didn't choose to build that life. My energy built that because it was a theft and it, there was an overwhelm of fear. You don't lose anything. You still have the energy. You just have to dissolve it, take it back. And again, they did it very cleverly by numbing out any script or, again, whatever you're going to become, an iris, a a crocus, a daffodil. No, you're not going to do that. I'm just going to take that energy and use it for my own, you know, whatever I want you to do. It's it was a, it's a wipeout of your power, right? And so what stops you is fear. That's really the, the numbing agent and the memory of the event. So if I have a memory of, right, when I went into that house, it was on fire, I don't want to go into houses, right? As a child, I wouldn't go out on play dates because the fear was, oh, I was being, you know, were they sending me out on a play date or was I being sent out to be abused? So I... I was constantly full of dread and terror and death. So what you know, you respond to, right? 
So that's what you're removing is the fear of that. By seeing it, by you become more powerful, but you own it once you see it, right? Once you relive it. We take control. Well, I can go out on dates, you know, I'm not going to die, right? Because <laughs> I own this, because I'm here, I'm present, I'm not knocked out. I'm not at the mercy of. So it's quite a lot, it's, it, it has its, yeah, it's, it's a dismantling, right? It has a way that it happens. But you're present for every step of it. You yourself are actually doing the work in conjunction with the medicine. And there's no third party to call and go, oh, you know, unless, of course, you, you, something crazy is going on. At the beginning when I first came, you know, I was transforming into animals and whatever, and blah, blah, blah. Then I got a little bit freaked. I'm like, oh. But that was just the medicine doing, you know, when I spoke to the shaman, it's like, Maria, it's just the medicine, right? So you are the everything, right? You are seeing all of this healing. You are participating by will your willingness to, to go into that. And that's where you recover strength. You recover back your... And now, <coughs> is it new and is it weird? Yeah. Right? It's unknown. The newness of just of not being there is unknown. But the trick is that you think, right, in that theft, that you belong to something, right? Because even though... It's horrible, as we've talked about before. Children, you know, build where they bond. And so they think that's real. What's been blocked is your the flow of your energy, right? That's ultimately what the problem is. And the energy has been used to construct this whole existence, which is really a, a, a tail chase, right? Because you're blocked there, you're stuck there. And the fear is the thing that keeps it, you know, stuck. So it's almost like, you know, when, you're, when dirt's really compact, right, and you're, <coughs> you're moving the dirt to, to free the dirt from that real compact place. That's what you're doing. That whole structure... Right, if you can't see the machine, you can't see how the machine works. It's really like the yellow brick road, right? At the end of the day, it was just this little guy behind a wall, right? It's the same thing. You have to understand how the whole mechanism works. And you can't have that insight into yourself with anything other than... The, I mean, there's no way another person's going to have that much insight. They can't. There's no, there's no way. They just can't go into these other realms or have access to all this stuff that's going on in an unlocked consciousness. Right? So, <clears throat> you actually are doing the work, right? You're actually willing to go in there and willing to see everything and, right? And the whole thing is, is, is pretty spectacularly awful. But, you know, again, if there's been a hijacking early on because of trauma and things that stop life and stop the life force, then the way to release all of it is to go see it because what it's counting on and how it stays alive is ensuring that you're terrified and you'll never look. And especially, it's, it's rarely clever if it has to do with parents, etc., it's you know where you're born, where you relate, where you build, etc. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, you become in conjunction with the medicine, the medicine itself, right? You are the you're the site of the damage. And also the site of the healing, but you yourself become the medicine by allying with the plant and allowing yourself to go into these realms that allow you to see a larger landscape 
<clears throat> and see the, you know, the mechanics of how you're built. And listen, I understand it's, you know, it's tough if you've lived a life, you know, as X and everything around you is, you know, made out of X. But if it's wrong, there's still none of you there, right? It's like you're a puppet. You're just this, it feels, you've been a puppet. You know, if you've been a puppet for 62 years, well, you know, why am I not going to be the puppet anymore? Well, because you never showed up, right? So there's not only the fear of, of, you know, being in these traumatic states or facing that, there's also the fear of the new, right? What is what happens now? Like, how, like can I do this? Like, can I, whatever it is you want to do, you want to go climb the Himalayas, right? Because all of that apparent, that all that damage you thought was your strength. You made it, right? But what you notice is that it's your belief, right? You had to believe it into existence, right? Even though it was absolutely horrific, I had the power to refuse it <clears throat> and make it into something else. And I built a life out of it being something else, which is nuts, right? So again, if it were just energy, right? And different sort of manifest, manifestations of it. So this energy could be a chair or it could be a human being or it could be a, you know, a planet. Our belief, you know, the only way I survived with that much continent of shit was my belief that, you know, this really wasn't what it was. It was something else. And I was a heroine in this story and I was saving these people and that blah, 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 blah. When underneath, it was just, you know, a riddled sewer of shit. But I had enough... What I'm talking about is like this, your ability to reinvent and reposition and survive is, is phenomenal. It was my belief that made it work. You know, had I pulled the plug when I was like 12 or something. You know, but for me, I had, you know, I was responsible for somebody else's life, etc. blah, blah, blah. So, of course, that belief, you know, that trick in a way and that sort of the small understanding of a little child of oh my god right it sticks and I was willing to refuse the you know what so what I'm saying is that all of this if you if you if you get a front row seat through the medicine to your the damage or how you were built or um and the collapse of it <clears throat> through the seeing of it, you see that it was, again, energy, belief, fear. I mean, the main things were fear. Fear, belief, reinvention. But it's all energy. All energy. In a different form. Now, Again, you're going to go into other realms and, <clears throat> you know, for me, these energies were viruses. They're viruses. It's like you're, in, you're, you've got a disease in a way. And so part of my front row seating was also to expel and, and continue to try to expel this thing, right? So... You know, you don't know. And then there's also, well, you know, are you... If you're exposing something that's within you, you have to be stronger than it. And again, there's more of an ally, again, with yourself, with nature, with the belief in you. If one of the things that happens in trauma is that you know, you as a person is wiped out, right? So the idea is that you show up and you're fed and you're, you know, made safe and you're accepted and you grow into that thing. 
right? And then it just roots, it knows, it grows, it blossoms, etc. Well, if there's a wipeout, well, there is no, you know, where's home? Like, there's no compass. That all that darkness becomes your home, all that unknowing, etc. And certainly for me, this return home is returned to nature, to the plants, etc. That, that reconnect through this divinity, through this thing that I can't see. It's that that will sort of give you back the strength. It's that, you know, if, 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 this, if a plant spirit is showing up, you know, every single day for eight years, you know, that's the kind of unconditional love you've never had from a human being. That's a pretty powerful relationship, right? So your strength is returned by your ability to confront whatever it is that holds you hostage. <coughs> and every time you confront it, it loses its power. And every time it loses its power, you regain a piece of you back. Now, you may never have known what it's like to be that person because you've never had it, because it was wiped out, right? But you know what it is because of the realness and authentic flow of it. Sounds kind of weird and topsy-turvy, but like it makes sense to you. You have fluency in this thing. It's new. It's un a little bit unknown, right? It's unknown only because it's n you've never lived in it. You know, if I've been in a, in a dark room all my life, it's like those people that go to jail, right? And the guy goes, right, your time is up. And they put them at the door and they want to go back into the jail. They don't want freedom, right? They know what it is. You know, they're very comfortable being a prisoner, having their food at a certain time. They know how that works. They know how that system works. When that system is taken away from you, you have to now make your life, right? You have to <coughs> create your time schedule for when you eat, for what you do, etc. It's the same thing here. You're going to collapse your captivity through all, all the work that you do in relation to the medicine and to seeing and to understanding, etc. But then you have to build you. You have to trust in that. You have to create new beliefs, build the structure of your life with the energy that's been returned to you. And yeah, it it's, can be scary, right? Oh, well, God, I don't know what this is like. What am I... Right? You have to trust, right? So, you know, it's, it's all... There's no easy thing to this. In the same way, there's no easy thing about sitting in a hospital room, you know, in an operating theater. There's nothing... You know, it requires... every All of this... And anything in life requires your attention, discipline, work, effort, anything, right? But again, it's all about your belief, right? What are you willing? My first commitment was, commitment was you know, I'm going to go to the end until this is done, right? I want all of this out. I want it all removed. I want to see everything going to suck the big, you know, big time. I don't care. I'm just going to get in. I don't care. It's what I'm committed to. And then once you get all this through this, the next commitment is actually to yourself. Well, what is it that you want? What is it, you know, what is it like? Can you have the same commitment to, 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 to collapsing as to rebuilding? That's a whole different thing. So you are, you know, the sculptor here. You are the, the undoer and the reconstruction, right? It all requires your commitment. In the same way, it requires my commitment to, if I want to rob a bank. I was just, re I was just listening to this great podcast of the train robbery in England in the 60s. It was crazy, all these crazy guys. I mean... They had to figure it out. I mean, they had to figure out afterwards when, you know, they were chasing them, where they were going to go and, 
they ended up halfway across the world, whatever, but it's all energy, right? I can use my energy to rob a bank like they did or use my energy to collapse and reconstruct. It's all one big pool of energy. So, um, and the collapse of, of you, if you go into these things, it's very subtle, right? It's very subtle, leaving, seeing from a distance, understanding. And as I said, it, you know, in a way, the more you see, the, more, the less power it has. So what was once this like city, <clears throat> you know, if you're like looking into the desert, you see this sort of mass, massive fortress and this very well-constructed city and it looks sort of insurmountable. It's only insurmountable because you've believed it, you've allowed it to, and I don't mean it with any shed if you're young, it's awful, right? But you've had to build a structure around all this horror and stuff, right? But your belief, your your inability to see the truth, etc., is what keeps the whole thing as a structure. What you recognize is that it's your belief that keeps it alive. You know, what is it if a branch drops in the woods, you know, does it, is it actually happening? If you're not seeing it, is it happening? Well, not really, because what you attend to is what's, is what's alive and true, right? If I create a belief about something, I'm cementing it into reality. It has power, it has... Hmm? If I take my belief away from it, it collapses. It can't exist for me in my reality. So when you're going through these traumas, they're very, very powerfully built, because the terror builds them very, very powerfully. And then when you face the fear, well, they start dissolving. They can't sustain their belief. Your, your belief in them can't be sustained, so they collapse. And they lose all that solidity. You know, for me, I had this additional entity that just moved in that, you know, it's like, again, somebody squats in your kingdom, right? They're just squatters. And they're, you know, still trying to sort of emanate fear. So I, I'll stay there, right? But again, it's like the last remaining bricks of the fortress that's being thrown out, right? Most of it's gone, so that can't stay much longer, right? It, they just can't sustain. They needed all of the fortress of your belief. They needed the whole story. They needed all, fear, you know, that you would have across the board for everything. Well, once 90% of it's gone, the 10%'s like, well, you know, what are you doing here, right? It's like... So, all right, it's, this con it's these constructions made out of impressions in an energetic field. It's only as solid as your fear is, right? The greater your fear, the more solidity. It's your fear that's keeping it in place. And the medicine's saying, you have more power than the fear. Look, it was a hijacking. They did it when you were little, right? This, this, is what the, this is the tableau you showed up. You know, you had to save these people. And at the end of the day, it was this revolting piece of darkness, etc., that moved in that, you know, this was their game. So it's, it's the return of, of your courage and of your power and of their realization that it's a trick, right? That it, it can't sustain itself. If, if, if you have a, a crazy, horrible, cruel mother or father or whatever, and you want to keep that relationship, or with anyone, right? It doesn't matter, but, but that little child or wants to sustain that relationship, you have two choices, right? You either stay and agree to the relationship or you say, I don't, want to, I don't want to be part of this relationship, and you move away. Well, most people don't want to dump their parents, right? It's a horrible thing, right? Especially if you're a child. 
And this is just an example, by the way, it's not. And so those forces, think about it, those forces were there when you were little. So they're really powerful, right? You, you don't want to, at any cost, lose that. And people stay in these relationships, so they have these neurotic relationships with their parents, where it's just like, you know, they're angry, but then they go away and they feel bad and there's guilt and it's, oh, it's just this whole fucking shit around it. I've seen it over and over, right? Where they sit there and they, they clench their teeth. And there was one woman I remember who used to just break into tears, you know, a parent and the son would sit there and just, it just carry on eating, like, so, it's not that they need to change. And then that's the... So the child either re- reinvents them. And then later on, you think, well, they need to change. You, know, you realize what's going on. No, it's you that needs to change. It's you that's holding on to the relationship. It's you that needs to dissolve. It's you that needs to face, to face everything that that person has triggered in you and created in you. That's when you lose the connection that's when you don't there's a point you no longer see them as a parent you see them as an adult as a damaged piece that was involved in your damage or whatever so you get the chance to then create your life when you've given up that energetic hold on them you don't need them as parents. You don't need them as that friendship or whatever. It does in those relationships that made you, that traumatized you. You don't need them to be anything. But if you're stuck in fear, well, of course, it all has massive implications. And if you're trapped in fear as a child. So again, it's like I talked about that frozen lake where all the information is hidden. And you have to defrost all of it to extricate yourself from it so you can actually use your energy to go build your life it's holding hostage it has you captive it's like you can't leave here I, you can't leave here Maria because you know your parents are going to die if you don't feed them you know, you can't expose the pimp because if you expose the pimp, you expose the truth of these people and what they did. So there's, there's just the acceptance of the everything. Right, okay, right? That's the dissolution. The exposure of all this refusal. And yes, of course, you're going to go through anger and rage, but at some point it's going to be done. It, it, it will have that electricity dissolves, that whole, you know, lake disappears. Because none of it has the power that it had when you were scared of it, when you were hiding from it, when you were refusing it. Because the medicine has shored you up, has given you back, they've, you know, the, the power is the sight of it. The power is the seeing of it all. Again, it's almost like I talked about yesterday. It's you're living at a distance from, you're in the front row seat of your damage. You're in the audience looking out at your, the construction of that. Somebody else created that construction. And so it's, it begs the question, like, how that interference, that hijacking, it's pretty clever, right? I would be stuck in a loop, right? I, there was, so for me, the loop was forever. Like, this person, if in my brain it's like I've got to compensate for this parent that can't hack it, well, there's no end to how much that I would never, there would never be enough success to make that person happy because it would never be enough, right? I could become king of the whole fucking universe and I would still, that person, I would never have compensated for that person's lack. It's not my responsibility to compensate for somebody else's lack, right? But that's, 
<clears throat> that's a trick early on. It's like, oh my God, if I don't do this, he'll be nothing and then we'll all, whatever, right? So it's, these, it's, it's like these broken records, it, these, we're in these codes, these loops, right? And so you realize, fuck, it wasn't my responsibility. And by the way, you're a fuckhead for sending me out to be abused. And let me go deal with that shit and that evil over there. And get my little girl out of that place. So, again, it's a distance. It's a willingness to see. It's a willingness to dissolve that city that you've been thrown out of, that, you know, your soul's been thrown out of, that owns you. It's the extrication of you completely from that force field. Completely. So that the force field is over there dissolving and you're over here in, you know, some other universe watching it dissolve. At one point you're in the structure and the next point in that huge steel structure that feels insurmountable and, you know, is going to be there forever and it's just, you can't break it. And the next thing, you're out of it. The medicine, you know, it literally locates you and pulls you out. But the only way you're leaving is by agreeing to see everything. So again, fear is the is a is a force field that keeps you trapped. So what must you do? You must dissolve the force field of fear by going into it. So it can no longer have power over you. And I would say that the most, you know, the greatest form of fear is the fear of death. Which is why you stay. Which is what I felt since I was born. I'm going to die, I'm going to die, I'm going to die. <clears throat> yeah, so if it's all energy, that's blocked energy. It built in a particular way if that energy if if that energy is then released and it's held together by terror if you go into that terror that energy begins to to lose its power and as it loses its power over you you're extricated from it you can be pulled up and out it's like if i defrost the lake and you're stuck in it you defrost the the, the whole energetic realm of terror and you know, you're, you, you begin to move it, you're waking up from the comb, you're being pulled out. Then you're, you can leave, right? I mean, you have to see more and more because then there's this whole structure that lies at the bottom of that lake. <clears throat> a story, a narrative you'd agree to and to see those characters and what the real trick was it was a trick for a wipeout I would never leave right my parents were casualties of that war and you know it was made very clear that this was a cosmic battle going on between the light and the dark and this was their particular weapon of choice right you're going to come back you're going to come back as a girl we're going to terrify you we're going to freeze you you know you'll be ours and then we'll, you'll give us this information and then we're going to set it up so that you know you arrive to these people that won't be able to hack it but it was all at this it was like a, you know, setting up a, a web, right? When one domino follows, you know, drops, the other one's going to drop, and then, and then you, suddenly you're in a prison. And there's no way out because you're a child and you're barely conscious. So, you know, it's like setting up a trap, right? You can't see it when the horse is going over it, and suddenly, boom, the horse goes down, and you go down with it because you can't see in the field that there's actually this, this trap. I mean, it's a very sophisticated trap. And um, definitely, you know, by some virus, which, again, I was shown wasn't from here, and whose intent is to, you know, basically destroy the fucking world, or certainly nature. 
or this sort of endless abuse and and cannibalism of of people. I mean, it's clear, right? The way we just kill each other in this sort of random, it's horrific. So there's something pretty major going on. And certainly this, uh, you know, the fact that it can go in and out of people is really crazy to me. Again, I don't know very much about any of this. I just, it was was what I've experienced in these other unlocked realms of consciousness. Um, Yeah, so you're really, you know, you're battling blocked energy, right? But, you know, I think on a parting note here, if you if you know if you have the privilege of given, being given a front row seat to your to your damage and to the understanding of how it worked well first that you're already in a privileged position right that you can do that and also that you've done it in conjunction with the medicine and the plants and the shamans that you've been active participant in that bond with them to tear this out of you and you know, your base, it's a battle, right? You're diluting its power. The more you see, the less power it has. And so you regain your consciousness, you know, your rightful consciousness, your sovereignty. And then it's trusting that sovereignty. Right? It's, it's this new construction. So you see, it's a battle in energy. <coughs> it's a battle happening in an energetic field. Um, where fear is the weapon of choice. And the fear is of death and non-existence but actually again what it seems to me from my own experience in the medicine is that you you know my spirit came back I mean I died in this other life but our spirits return so perhaps a spirit is a thing that overcomes energy I don't I don't know that's just a speculation but it's all it's quite complex it's you know it's 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 like the basics of the building blocks of life. Energy, you know, life and extinction, right? It's a lot to ponder. But, and I don't have any answers, by the way. I just have the experience of having, you know, gone through the experience. But in a way, you have to battle yourself back into existence if you're battling these traumas. And that battle is to see, to go into that fear, and then remove that kind of prison bar and dissolve all those connections to see it for what it is. For me, it was like an absolute, you know, it was a trap. It was set up as a trap. And then, and by the way, you don't, you know, remain in anger and hatred and all that stuff. You, once you, the, what's, the, I think one of the most powerful things is that once the more distance you get from this, the more you understand the whole picture. And for me, it was a trap. Whatever the feelings were towards your family, etc., it changes because you understand that they're a casualty of war within a bigger framework. And that you can see them no longer as your parents, but as people that you have compassion for, right? That you understand whatever they made a decision or this particular darkness you know um, slipped into one of them or you begin to understand you know when you understand it's like you know again it's that whole elephant thing right if I if I'm blindfolded and I'm you know going around an elephant I can't see what it's an elephant right it's only when I take the, the blindfold off that I see it 
like the same thing with that boat, you know, somebody smashes into somebody in the river and they scream and they yell because a boat smacked into them. They turn around and there's there's no one in the boat, right? So it's, you know, the, the, the it seems like the, the, the lesson over and over is see the truth, see what's going on. Let yourself open up into all of it. So then that parent or whatever that you're furious at, which you have to have anger for, whatever, as you're going through this awakening, well, they, you can't, you know, the minute that is expelled and you go through all the feelings of whatever, well, then you, again, it's another piece of distance. The more and more distance you get, it's like, oh, 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 this is a whole trap, right? <clears throat> you know, they were used to get to the pimp, right? To get to the evil, to be stuck there, to reveal whatever secrets I had to give away, whatever that was, right? But you're given the distance, right? It's like you're getting further and further away, right? You're more, you're leave, it's like leaving prison, right? You're leaving the prison more or further and further to get away. So you're getting distance, which means you're getting perspective. You're getting understanding. And by that understanding, you get back your power. And your path sort of is illuminated. <clears throat> and what I don't mean that in any kind of weird way, just like, oh, well, I'm none of that. If that was all a trap, then what now, right? Who am I now without any of that? Right? Then you can use all of that energy now dissolved <clears throat> to construct your life. Whatever that looks like to you in the most authentic, genuine way. Bye.